Welcome to the That's Deep podcast. I'm Naomi, and I'm an international board-certified life and success coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, or NLP, as you've heard it, an empath, a mother, an introvert, and a podcast host. It is my mission to empower humans from the inside out through inner and outer exploration. Thank you so much for being here. If you love the show, please give it a follow and a five-star rating. I appreciate you so much. Now let's dive in. Hey everyone, I just wanted to invite you to connect with me on Instagram at naomicourtney.co. Again, that's at naomicourtney.co on Instagram. Thank you. Yes, so uh, before we start off on today's live stream topic, I want to do a quick daily oracle card reading. So I've pulled a couple of cards for us already, and I just asked, what do we need to know for our highest good today? So the first card I pulled is Thomas. And this comes from, real quick, this comes from a yogic path by Sahara Rose, um, her oracle deck. This is a really nice deck, really nice illustrations, and beautiful, beautiful insights and interpretations. So, yes. So what do we need to know for our highest good today? The first card I pulled is Thomas. Thomas. Hope I'm saying that right. But I have my notes here on what this card means. Thomas, for everyone on Facebook. Okay. <clears throat> so Thomas is an Ayurvedic uh, meaning or term. And so it represents um, density. It represents stagnation. Sorry, let me just get this in frame for everyone here on the live. Okay. This represents density, stagnation, um, this represents that universal energy that is always in flux, right? Um, it also represents a period of going inward, um, as you can see by the butterflies on this card. <clears throat> it's like when a caterpillar goes into the cocoon and takes that time to go inward for that transformation because, you know, they're going to turn into that butterfly that they're destined to be. So this card also represents um, a reminder to bring your attention back to your physical body. Um, are you taking care of yourself? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you, you know, getting enough nutrients? Are you hydrated? Um, are you meditating? Are you getting that physical movement in? Um, those are all questions to ask yourself when you get this card. And it's also a representation to get still and be quiet so that you can tune in to the whispers of your own soul, right? Your insights, your intuition. So <clears throat> represented by the sleeping tiger here and that indigo color, it's resting, it's getting still so that the insights, right? Because indigo is associated with the third eye chakra, which is the house of intuition. So getting still so that you can tune into the whispers of your soul, yes. I don't know why I just did that. <laughs> and then <clears throat> the second card that came out for what do we need to know for our highest good today is Tejas. So this is another Ayurvedic term or meaning, and it is the subtle uh, essence of like courage and intelligence and 
and radiance and, you know, that glowing essence. And <clears throat> my notes here say that, you know, it's it represents being deeply passionate about something, right? You have you have something specific that's in your vision and something specific that you want to teach and you want to speak on it and share it. So you're here for a reason. You have a purpose. Everybody has a story and you're meant to teach something. So think about everything that you've been moved through in this lifetime, because that's what this card represents. What lessons have you learned that you're here to teach others about in this lifetime? Um, this card also represents you committing to your higher purpose because, you know, you're a natural healer who can teach others how to choose loving people, experiences, situations, um, and you're just naturally uplifting to be around. You're a natural leader and you sharing your story encourages others to do the same. So I always, I always say that keep sharing your story because you never know who's listening and you never know who you're going to help by sharing your experiences. So yes, I have two awesome episodes. If you're interested in <clears throat> learning more about the topic of Ayurveda, I had two amazing Ayurveda and yoga coaches on my podcast for interviews. And that's season one, episode six and seven. Um, the first one is titled Ayurveda with an I ISFP. Um, awesome, awesome coach, Amanda Rogers came on. And then <clears throat> the next episode that you can check out on the topic is titled using yoga and Ayurveda to calm anxiety. And so that's with an awesome coach, Sonata. She's amazing. You can check her out um, at that episode. So yeah, season one, episode six and seven, that's deep podcast. If you're interested in learning more about this kind of stuff. So Today's topic is titled, It's Not You, It's My Self-Worth. And so I'm sure we've all heard that before. It's not you, it's me. So, it's not you, it's my self-worth. That's the title of today's live stream. And <clears throat> I want to speak about how, so, uh, many of us empaths have commitment issues. Yes. Um, raise your hand if you have some commitment issues, because I definitely have had major commitment issues as an empath. And it really shows up as commitment issues in our relationships, our careers, <clears throat> and with time and money. So it's hard for us to commit to something that's just for ourselves as empaths, because we're always trying to do everything else for everybody else first, right? We fill other people's cups first before our own, and sometimes at our own expense. And somewhere along the journey, we either forgot or decided that we were not worthy of investing in and pouring life back into ourselves. So, you know, we're just super used to kind of getting what's left over after everybody has taken care of themselves. That's just kind of like in the empath's nature. And, you know, it's really deeply rooted in a lot of like mindset blocks, right? So I want to go over a couple of mindset blocks that empaths face um, in terms of commitment and commitment issues. So the first one is I have no time to commit to myself um, when I'm taking care of everybody else first. Second one is I can't afford to spend time on myself, right? Because I need to make sure everybody else is covered first and then I can serve myself. 
The third one is, I don't believe that I can actually get what I want. Like, it's not going to happen. I have bad luck. I'm just an empath, empath life, right? We've heard that in the online space a lot. The fourth reason or the fourth um, kind of bullet point that I have here around empaths and commitment issues is, you know, we already feel overwhelmed. And we also tend to say, okay, let me just go check in with my partner, you know, before I commit to anything for myself. Like, let me check in with them, make sure that they're okay with me committing to something else. And, you know, a lot of us go through it. And there are many factors that come into play that create our commitment issues, right? So difficulty trusting others, past relationship trauma, um, but our self-worth plays a huge role in this. So I want to start by clearing up some definitions around self-worth because this term is used a lot and it's used interchangeably with self-confidence, self-esteem. So it kind of muddies everything and it makes it tough to actually understand what self-worth is. And you'll see it in the online space. Coaches are like, work on your self-worth. Oh, you know, it's a self-worth issue. I'm like, cool. How the heck do I work on my self-worth if I don't know what it is? So I'm going to break it down for you and I'm I'm going to define self-worth. Sorry. Pardon the interruption, but I have a really quick question for all of you. What type of empath are you? If you're not sure and you haven't taken my empath quiz yet, you can certainly do so at thatsdeepco.com backslash empath dash quiz. And I will also leave a link for it in my show notes. When you take the quiz, you'll find out your type and you'll also be sent a free guided meditation that corresponds to your specific empath type. Thank you so much. And I look forward to helping you find out your type. Back to what I was saying about self-worth. We're going to clear up some definitions because all of these words like self-worth, self-esteem, self-confidence, they're all related, but they're different. So self-worth defined is a sense of one owns, you know, one's own value of themselves as a human being. So a sense of your own value as a human being, that is self-worth. Self-esteem is confidence and satisfaction in oneself. So it's how you feel about yourself overall. Um, Self-confidence is confidence in one's powers and abilities and self-love, right? Because we always hear that in the online space too. Oh, you need more self-love. What is it? It's not just chocolate and, you know, spa days and those massages and all those kinds of things. It's the love of self, right? It's an appreciation of one's own worth or virtue. So you see how it all ties together. They're all so interconnected so closely. And I want to go ahead and talk about how a lack of self-worth shows up in our relationships as empaths. So the first one is past trauma does not allow you to fully open up and trust others. So you end up kind of like unconsciously or consciously self-sabotaging yourself and the relationship. So I know that as an empath, I've had trust issues and I'm still working through it, but I carried that baggage into relationships. You can even ask my husband. Um, And, you know, I just like really was not trusting from the get-go and it kind of blocks 
you off from making like that that connection that intimate connection and that and building trust right you need to kind of give a little trust to build more and I think I really did self-sabotage a lot because of my lack of self-worth, right? I'm like, oh, well, I'm not really, you know, that deserving of a good relationship. So I'm just going to ruin it so that I don't, like, get left, right? I don't get abandoned. Our childhood wounding comes up in our relationships, and that's not a surprise. So also, um, the second thing that comes up when there's a lack of self-worth, you know, within yourself in a relationship is overgiving and having poor boundaries huge hallmark of being an empath and you know it's saying yes too much taking on too much sure i got you anytime always you're always that person that people call they know you're gonna come through and yeah it gets frustrating because you have a lot going on too and you can't be the only support person for that person that person has to learn how to stand on their own and also branch out and build their network of support in their community. So the third thing, the third way that a lack of self-love pops up in empath relationships is self-sacrifice. Self-sacrifice into the point of energy depletion. And now I'm going to talk about the fact of um, fear of conflict, you know, people pleasing. That's how a lack of self-worth shows up in relationships. Um, fear of speaking your truth. Um, fear of persecution, right? That's a huge empath wound. And the fear of being rejected and also trying to fit the mold of others, right? Empaths are really good at being a chameleon in their environments and just wanting to chameleon themselves around other people so that they don't upset anyone or they don't start conflict or they just want to make people feel happy and good. And so sometimes they don't end up showing up as their true selves because they're just trying to base their behavior and their actions on how they think that others think they should show up. And that can be really tough. Um, and that could be really tough on like your sense of autonomy. So yeah. Are you an empath who's looking to release limiting beliefs so that you can stand in your personal power in your partnerships? If so, I would love to invite you to join me in the Empath Empowerment Coaching Course. This is my signature eight-week one-on-one coaching program for empaths who want to understand their gifts, overcome energetic overwhelm, release limiting beliefs, and build better boundaries in their relationships. For more details, you can visit the link in the show notes, or you can visit my website at naomicourtneycoaching.com. Again, my website is Naomi. CourtneyCoaching.com. Thank you so much. What's up, everybody? It's Riley with the That's Deep Podcast. Naomi and I would love to invite you to leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of the page after you're done listening to the episode and find the ratings and reviews. Tap the number of stars you see fit and leave a little comment for us. At the end of each month, we'll do a little raffle and pick a lucky reviewer to receive a little gift card from us at the That's Deep Podcast, a little token of appreciation. Thank you for all your support and good luck.